you're listening to the Shed Some Light Podcast, where the beers are kept cold and the conversation is always flowing. Coming to you live, it's Michael and Jack. Sit back, relax, and grab a cold one. It's time to get started. Couple fake cracks. Welcome back. Shed some light. Episode one hundred three. Welcome back for the ninth time. Goodness, dude, we have literally been trying to record this. Uh, this is now our third time. We have had microphone, audio, software, basically any sort of issue that you could think of has happened to us. So I don't know how this is going to turn out, but once the actual like part of the episode starts, it's going to be somewhat mid conversation. We kind of apologize at this point, like, I'm just so fed up with this that we're just jumping in mid-conversation. Jack, how you doing? Good. (laughs) (laughs) We only have, like, uh, 45 more seconds to talk until the episode starts. I'm doing well. Um, Hope you enjoy today's show. I kind of like recording the intro after we've already done all of our talking because... Now you know what's coming up. It's going to be a great show. We've got college football talk. We've got a little bit of White Sox talk. We've got a top five draft of our favorite tailgate foods. We're talking Little League World Series. We're talking the Milk Crate Challenge. Jam-packed show for you on this Friday. Talking dicks out in Nirvana. Hope everyone enjoys it. And uh, with that being said, we are going to jump right into today's show. A few more things to say about the Blue Jays. First off, the... All baby blue alternate uniforms, sweet. They're very swaggy. Very cool. Very cool. Second thing, uh, Bo Bichette, I swear to God, he comes up to the plate every single time just like thinking, when you see a swing, you think that ball is going to go like 800 feet off the bat. Big doinks. (laughs) (laughs) If you will. (laughs) Big doinks. Big fucking doinks. Take some big daddy hacks. What you want, dude? Flo Bichette is also like the coolest nickname. Fitting. Bo, as a name, depending on how you spell it too, is like you're either destined for greatness or like you're destined to be a construction worker. I don't. I don't think that you can spell Bo wrong. You're, but depending on how you spell it depends on what life track you go down. Like, like B-O, just like, like how he spells it, like, swaggy. Like, you're cool. If you spell it like B-A-U, like you're an offensive lineman or a construction worker. I thought it was B-E-A-U. B-E-A-U. That's what I meant, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, if you spell it like that, you're an offensive lineman or you're a construction worker. Or, if you're from Louisiana, B-E-A-U-X. Nobody's ever spelled Bo like that. <laughs> I no bet shot. you there has No been. shot. I bet you there I guarantee has you been. there has not been. <laughs> I will fucking no shot anybody has spelled it like that. Can we let the people in on a secret? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Fuck it, dude. I don't care. <laughs> so uh, we just recorded we're basically. Eight, eight, we're eight minutes in. We're eight and a half minutes into this episode. We recorded a full 34 minutes before realizing the audio fucked up six minutes in. Again. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with my microphone. It keeps it like just mid-recording without any sort of notice. It just glitches 
and then starts echoing like I'm on a PA system. And it like, there's no, you cannot tell in the sound waves. There's nothing that pops up. So we went back and listened to it and found out six minutes into our 40 minute episode. It messed up. So now we're recording and talking about the exact same thing that we've been talking about for the last half hour. We'll see how this one goes. It's just like I'm probably just gonna end up getting shit faced. <laughs> like the, la- the last part of this episode is gonna be a fucking doozy. There is a lot of uh, open Miller Lite cans on the desk right now. There's my boy right there on the screen. We'll talk about him in a little bit because you know we already talked about him, but now we will talk about him later. People are wondering who are we talking about. Keep listening. Okay, going back to the Toronto series. Uh. Bo Bichette and Vlad Guerrero Jr. are the most underrated, swaggiest duo in the MLB. Yeah, I could get behind that. Uh, uh, in my opinion, Bo Bichette more so. Uh, I think, but so I think it's two different things. I think Vlad just like does his thing, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm just fucking awesome." Yeah, the the dreadlocks are just sick, with like the frosted tips. Yeah, that's <laughs> swaggy as can be. There. And you want to talk about big daddy hacks? Vlad takes some big doinks, if you know what I'm saying. He 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 takes Vlad, big Vlad doinks. is a big doink. Yeah, but uh, but Bobachet's swing, like I'm telling you, dude, it looks like every time he's in the home run derby. Bobachet's like, swing, he's, like Bobichette, falling over, coming out of his shoes. Bobachet's swing looks like he's gonna like uh, pull every muscle in his upper body <laughs> at, at once. And then like Vlad Guerrero, is, Vlad Guerrero is just like a. Like it's a big daddy hack, but it's like uh, I'm I am a big daddy, so it's just the natural hack that I take. Where Bobachet is like I'm not a big daddy, but I take big daddy hacks. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Bobachet's Bobachet's got to overcompensate for not being a big daddy <laughs> by taking big daddy hacks. Bobichette's- and Vlad Guerrero is just like I am a big daddy, and that's just every hack I take is a big daddy hack. Bobachet's swing is like if you were to put a V8 in a Honda Civic. He's got the power there, and it's just in a much smaller package. And you don't know if the car is going to survive, but when he does, when he makes contact, things he's like He's like, no, you know what he is? You know those, like, uh, those, like, I think they're, like, Hyundai cars that kind of look like a Prius, but, like, all the street racers drive them? You know what I'm talking about? They look like a Prius? Yeah, it's like the, like, little tiny fucking, like, two-door, like... Just real tiny cars that almost look like a Prius, but they're like the Hyundai version of it. Sure, maybe. And like all, like a bunch of like street racers have them because they go really fast, but they look like dweeb cars. <laughs> like that's what Bobachet is. <laughs> Which is like, dude, like like car people know. He's like this guy fucking this guy rips. But then like you look at me like this guy doesn't rip. <laughs> you know. The rest of this episode is gonna be a doozy. <laughs> I'm fine. I've made a couple great comparisons already. This guy rips. This guy doesn't fucking rip. <laughs> it, it it depends on who's looking at it. Like people who know baseball know that he fucking rips. But then if people don't know baseball, they'll probably be like, this guy doesn't rip. Yeah. Yeah. Car guys versus non car guys. <laughs> Big uh, doinks versus little yeah. doinks. <laughs> uh, also, I've done a little investigative journalism that we, I want to talk about. Oh right. I right. am I am convinced that either A uh Ninety percent of the uh, like the audience, the attendance at Blue Jays games sit behind home plate, or B they artificially pump in crowd noise. 
because they will hit fly balls that are just like average fly balls and you'll hear that just the crowd erupt and then they'll like pan over to the outfield slash like down the first and third baseline and there's just fucking nobody there yeah you brought this up to me i want to say it was like the first or second game of the series yeah and uh i was i was keeping an ear out for it if you will and I could agree with you, but I was also trying to give them the benefit of the doubt that they were just Canadian enthusiastic. But there's, like, drunk fan bases that aren't that loud. Like, like two nights ago, Thursday into Thursday, Wednesday night, mm-hmm. I watched the Dodgers-Padres game. It was a packed stadium. That game was not as loud as the fucking Blue Jay fans for like a seven o'clock game against the White Sox, <laughs> maybe, in which there was like twenty percent attendance. Maybe uh, Canadian microphones are just on steroids. They just got the boom mics everywhere. Yeah, that could be, dude. They go fucking banana lands, and there's like zero people there. I but like it was, dude, because it was so weird. Because every time, like I said, every time they showed the outfield, it was just like open seats galore. Yeah, and then they would do like a pan, like kind of behind the like the batter slash like down the first baseline a little bit and then it was like packed it was like where does everybody in this fucking stadium sit right behind home plate like what's going on here yeah yeah um you good there uh about toronto yeah the only other thing i had to say was that uh gordon beckham was on the call and oh, right, I, right, right. I only like Gordon Beckham when we're winning because uh, he gets a little bit more loose. And when we're losing, he's just as stiff as a board and very dry and monotone. So, like, every time we're winning, like, he was joking around today the whole time. And I was like, oh, he's kind of funny. Like, good commentary. Gets a little bit of the, uh, like, recently out of the MLB type of thing. Knows a lot of the guys. But then, like, when we're losing, he's just like... All right, guys, so it's a 2-2 count. He's going to be looking for a ball in the zone here. It's like, you're in the shit. Thanks, bud. He, uh, I, I really don't think that it would hurt if someone, like, slipped him a shot, both pregame and then, like, halfway through, like, fourth inning, fifth inning, somewhere around there. Keep him loose. I wouldn't mind that just with all announcers. <laughs> <laughs> if we're being completely honest, fuck it, just let him rip. To an extent. Let, let the guys rip. Yeah. Even I don't even know if it would be to extent. That'd be funny as fuck if like Joe Buck was just blacked out on, a, on like a telecast one time. I'd be dying. Yeah, there needs to be um, like an uh, the explicit hometown calls being broadcast for different sporting events. Yeah, like the guy that's just blatantly drunk and has the hometown bias. They, that's they, who I want to listen. They just gotta like. Uh... There just needs to be, like, a network or, like, a streaming service that just gets, like, drunk fans to come and, like, commentate the games. I would kind of want to do that for Notre Dame football and IU football. I think we might just, like, kind of revolutionize the game. But who... All right, copyright, trademark. This is our idea. Fuck you if you guys... Who's going to watch it? All the hometown fans. Are going to want to... Want to listen, listen to, to other? Dr- no, no, no. Like, like we like outsource it. No, like, no, we no. Get other- I no, no, no. It. I want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We like it. It's rotating. So like you like everybody gets a team. So like sure. so like so like they're like we like hire some like dumbass like San Francisco Giants fans 
to like fucking get drunk and commentate a game. Oh right, right. Like I'm not commentating every game. No, yeah. You it's and gotta then, be for your hometown team. Yeah, and then like you bring in like special guests. You can bring in like a, another fan. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I think this is fucking this Maybe is a great idea. Tune in for football season. Some we might live. revolutionize Dude. something here. I'm trying to like we just need a way to have it like broadcast in the background so that the people can see what we're seeing, but we can also see in front of us. We need a green screen. DFB, drunk fans broadcast. We'll workshop that. <laughs> Nobody take that idea. Actually, take that idea because I would love to see it happen. No, no, no. We want the money. Just yeah, like hat tip us. Like thanks for the idea. And slide us a check. On all your profits. Just slide me a fiver. <laughs> Call it even. All right. Uh, big upcoming weekend series starting today. Crosstown Classic version round two. Uh, White Sox Cubs this time at guaranteed rate. The better of the whites, or the better of the stadiums. How about that? Uh, I don't remember the last time that I was at a Crosstown Classic game in person. This and we will, we we will be, be there, there tomorrow. Yes. So that's exciting. Shout out to Hamilton, Ohio, too, for winning in the Little League World Series, even though I'm out. Uh, but, yeah, going back to it, I'm pumped. I can't wait to see the big bastard on the mound on Saturday. It's going to be great. I want, I want a full – I want another sweep. I want to go 6-0 and against the Cubs this year and just drop the nutsack on their faces yeah i don't know how i feel about this one because last time you know as we said on on the podcast here it's normally the team who's doing worse in the season that gets the wins in the in this series so cub or socks got what all three last time all trace all three going for another three but like i don't know i don't know what to expect i mean I think if if I think I don't like I'm not gonna say I'm I'm expecting the Sox to lose because I'm just not. But I think if there was a game that the Cubs would win, it's today's game, Friday's game with Keiko on the mound, because I just don't see them shelling Lance Land and then Dylan Sheesh gonna go out there revenge game again and just dominate like he did the last time. So I'm I'm confident the last two of the series. So it's really gonna come down to Friday's game. Fair enough. Fuck the Cubs. <laughs> um, are we still going to talk Little League World Series? Yeah, got to talk about the guy. What's his name? Gavin Weir. 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 I mean, that kid's the most dominant pitcher of all time. <laughs> what, 40, 42 in a third inning. 42 in, or 43 in two-thirds innings. One hit. I want to say it was like 103 strikeouts. Yeah. I mean, that's the most dominant stat line of all time. Legitimately the most dominant stat line. <laughs> this is okay. Yes, it great, is. Great great fucking commentary on I, that. I got uh, uh I got this is why we've got Heisman odds on the t- on the TV right now. But anyways, back to uh Gavin Weir. This great is, great accomplishment for him, but like I just don't understand, and I hate the rule that's in place yeah. of not being able to pitch more. And this like, is why I'm out on the Little League World Series. He should just be dominating every this single kid, game. Yeah, this kid should be able to pitch every single game, and I hope he strikes out every single— I hope he throws four no-hitters in a row to win the Little League World Series. That'd be pretty sweet. Like, that'd be electric. This guy's this guy's pay-per-view TV right now. This guy's all the talk. I'm all in on this kid. Yeah. 
He's yeah. the only reason I'm in on the. I'm not in on the early World Series. <laughs> I watch. I got. I got his starts penciled in on my calendar though. <laughs> it's like, oh, Gavin Weir's pitching today. Gotta watch that. Uh, tomorrow, I believe he plays Saturday. But he's not pitching. Oh right, his team plays can't. on Saturday. Yeah, and it sucks. Stupid. But he's also hitting dong pieces. There you go. Three run bomb the other day. Next Shohei. Yeah. Okay. Uh, real quick, I do have a couple things college football that I want to bring up here. First thing, not sure if you saw this, um, came out in an article today. I love it how you still said not sure if you saw this, and we just told them that we recorded this whole thing. So I clearly did hear it from you. Yeah, but uh, Way to I was play, to play the play disguise. That yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> not gonna. I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> Uh, on episode two of NBC Sports, Race in America, a candid conversation. Brian Kelly comes out and says, my defensive coordinator is black and he's going to be the next head coach. So the headline, Notre Dame's Brian Kelly slipped up and revealed who will follow him as the next fighting Irish head coach. Thoughts on that? Okay, so this is something I didn't think about the first time. Uh... So what happens when you let thoughts marinate? I would love to know the whole conversation of this because I don't understand why he said my defensive coordinator is black and he's going to be the like I don't understand why he emphasized that. Yeah, I'm assuming the rest of the context will help make that you know make more sense of that. I just have literally the headline and the clip of it or the quote of that. It almost it it almost makes it feel like uh, he's or like people were like, oh yeah, Notre Dame only hires white coaches. When two coaches ago we had Tyrone Willingham, who was a black coach. Right. So like, I don't know what this whole like. I don't know if they like were trying to spin this angle of like Notre Dame only hires white coaches, but it was like, I don't understand why he had to make the point of like, oh yeah, he's black and he's gonna be the next head coach. Yeah, I, it just I, I, I don't seems weird. Right. Yeah, you know. Um. Also, speaking of like controversial things, did you see did you see the one tweet that was like new study shows that uh people want Notre Dame to not be the fighting Irish because they find it offensive? I did. Did you see the funniest quote tweet of that? Probably not. So it was like new study shows people want them to change their name. Somebody quote tweets this and goes, I don't even have to read the study to know that there were zero Irish people in this study. <laughs> so, like, Irish people don't give a fuck that they're called the Fighting Irish. Irish people embrace that. And then it was also said that the the, the leprechaun is the fourth most offensive mascot. Yeah. They eat my dick. That's, that's stupid. People are just getting mad at shit for no reason. That That's what pisses me off. Because they have nothing better to do. Bunch of, bunch of, I'll say it. I'm going to use the trigger word. Bunch of snowflakes. Yeah. Bunch of snowflakes. All right. Um, Fucking, uh, as 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 Big Cat would say, find a new slant. <laughs> find a new slant, dude. So here's here's something else college football-wise that I want to touch on real quick. Um, how did we bring this up the first time where we got to talk oh, about the I top? said I said, give me your hot take for the year. Oh, right, and right, right. my right. hot take, which I will say again cut this if i'm wrong uh which and again cut this part actually i don't fully believe this but i'm gonna say it just in case i'm right uh alabama loses two to three games in the regular season and i can actually get behind that i've heard a few college football podcasts actually talk about this as well however 
I do feel like this is, uh, I want to say it was like Max Kellerman or someone with the Tom Brady take from like four years ago where it's like Tom Brady's about to fall off a cliff and then he just doesn't. But like eventually he will. Yeah. And then eventually I'll be right. Right. So like. We're just jumping on that train right now. I'm just going to say this for the next like four or five years and eventually I'll be right in the next four or five years. Like eventually they're going to lose two to three games in the regular season and I'm going to be very happy about it. Yeah, me too. Me too. And here's something else that I wanted to bring up um, in regards to college football playoffs. I know we're jumping the gun. Season's just really about to start, but I'm looking ahead to the playoffs already. And everyone's making this big push for the 12-team playoff, right? Let me read you through the top 12 currently preseason. Alabama, number one. Oklahoma, number two. Clemson, number three. Ohio State, four. Georgia, five. Texas A&M, six. Iowa State, overrated, seven. Cincinnati, eight. Iowa State, suck my nuts. <laughs> uh, Notre Dame, nine. North Carolina, ten. Oregon, 11. Wisconsin, 12. You mean to tell me that Oregon, Wisconsin, North Carolina, I'm skipping over Notre Dame because the answer is yes, Cincinnati and Iowa State have legit chances of winning the national championship. My only argument to that would be it's preseason. So, like, you mean it, depe- to tell me it depends that on how the end of the finishes season. top 12 has a chance no i agree with you there should be a 14 playoff but like i also shouldn't be like well here's the top 12 preseason here's who we're arguing should or shouldn't make the playoffs because it's like who knows how this is gonna fucking shake out uh, last year i'm pretty sure penn state was ranked seven going into the season and they ended up like at the bottom of the big 10 right and and this is exactly why there is absolutely no need for a 12 team playoff unless there are 12 undefeated teams in college football and that's just not going to happen because conferences true so if you think that there should be more than four teams in the college football playoff, I disagree with you. Also, my other hot take, which I don't really think this is a hot take, Texas A&M is just overrated. Uh, no, no, not yes. as overrated as Iowa State. Oh, a thousand percent agree. Iowa State's the most overrated team in college football every single year. Just pencil that in, but that's not a hot take. That's just like the uh, most the freezing cold take, just a <laughs> normal take. Like, that just is what it is. That's just room temperature I could water. Have, I could have tweeted that nine years ago, and it'd still be true <laughs> today. I hate uh, them. They're the worst. Fuck them every single year. Uh, but Texas A&M is the most overrated team in college football. Jumping back real quick, uh, I would love nothing more than Iowa State to go like 6-6, six and 7-5, six, and five, just completely fall out of the rankings and be like, oh, we were preseason number 7. That should count for something. They're they're the team of like. Did you see what they did against X team one time? Yeah, where they're like, oh, dude, they had a really good game against like <laughs> Texas. No, uh, you know who Iowa State is? They are um, Napoleon Dynamite's uncle, who was like, yeah, you should have <laughs> seen me back in the day. I could yeah. I can throw the pigskin over the mountains. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like no, <laughs> dude. I don't. I mean, you're dissing Uncle Rico like that, but, <laughs> which I don't like. I don't like this Uncle Rico slander that you're given. Um, but is that not an apt comparison for Iowa State? But were, was Iowa State ever like like a powerhouse? Like he was saying he was. No. But was Uncle Rico a powerhouse? It, we don't know that. <laughs> and and I'm I'm gonna bet. Yeah, I'm gonna bet he was. I, I, if I'm putting my money on somebody being a powerhouse, it's fucking Uncle Reese. Did you not see the video he was making when he's just throwing <laughs> throwing uh, uh, balls? Uh, 
Wait I'd a put, minute, come on. I'd put more money on Uncle Rico being a powerhouse back in the day than I would Iowa State being a powerhouse. Today? Like Iowa Anytime. State being a powerhouse today? Anytime. Yeah, me too. It's facts. Let's go, Uncle Rico. Shout out to Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico greater than Iowa State. For sure. That might be the uh, <laughs> the title right there. <laughs> I am I think I might get a t-shirt. I might get a custom t-shirt that just says, I hate Iowa State football. Like, that's it. And that that's going to just be the, it's going to be the front of the t-shirt. And I'm just going to wear it with fucking pride. Yeah. Or just like like Iowa State football sucks. Iowa State football with a thumbs down, just giving them the thumbs down. Or maybe just Uncle Rico greater than Iowa State football. <laughs> Throw it back to a previous episode. Shout out to the thumbs down, thumbs down guy, big time. <laughs> All right. In conclusion, oh speaking of which, he's on TV right now. Brock Purdy, fuck off, you stink. He's a preseason Heisman candidate. Uh, yeah, but not really. He was lower than uh, De'Eric King, and De'Eric King, the quarterback from Miami, that guy's never going to win the fucking Heisman. So, he, this guy stinks. Oh, boy. All right. I'm um, rooting for everyone in the Big 12 besides Iowa State. Let's, uh, let's jump into our Friday Top 5 draft here. And in honor of the start of football season, we are going to be drafting our Top 5 tailgate foods. Right? Yes. Okay. And uh, as the caveat was pointed out <laughs> in the recording that you guys didn't get to hear, uh, this is not one specific person's tailgate food. This is just that food. Like you have to take the general category. Yeah. Of that. You're not. You're not being like, oh, like my buddy's dad makes the best. Like blank. I'm picking that. It's yeah. like no, no, no. You're just getting like the generic. That. The generic. Like you can't be like, I'm taking so and so's hamburger. I'm right. taking that guy's hamburger. You just get. Average hamburger. Right. Okay. So we were two picks in, and then it's going to be legitimate live reactions after that. <laughs> that is as far as we made it in the last recording. So my 1-1 one, one pick, uh, in my opinion, clear and away, number one overall. You can't go wrong with buffalo chicken dip. Agreed. The only thing that I disagreed with you is you said it was spicy enough to make you sweat. Buffalo chicken dip doesn't make you sweat. When I eat spicy foods, I get the little sweats on the face. And I have definitely had buffalo chicken dip that is hot enough to make me sweat. Sweat out of your butthole, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. See, that's funny. Spicy food doesn't affect me in the southern region. Only in the northern hemisphere on the face. Yeah, you, you get – it's like the, it's not even like normal sweat where like it's like beads on your forehead. You get it like under your eye. Yeah, like the top of my It looks like you're cheeks. crying but like not. The, at the my, same time, my eyes don't get watery, but like the under, right under my eyes and the tops of my cheeks start sweating. It's really weird. Um, okay, my number one was uh, wings. Just going with some wings. Gotta have wings. <laughs> Fuck off, Michael. It was wings. <laughs> wings. Gotta have wings. Gotta have wings. 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 <laughs> wings. I don't know uh, though if I've ever had wings at a tailgate. That's a lie. I have. Wings are fucking awesome, and they're always at, like, every tailgate. I'm not saying that wings aren't awesome. I'm just saying they're I don't. They're at tailgates all the time. Uh, I'm sure they are. I just don't know if I've ever had them. You probably go to some sucky tailgates. Then. I got chicken nuggies. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number two pick. I am going with mini weenies, but not pigs in a blanket, 
like the mini weenies in the dark brown sauce that you get out of a crock pot. The sauce is what makes that. Yeah. So I don't know what that sauce is. It's good. Sauce. Loused in the sauce. I like that. Number two. Okay, my number two. Uh, I'm, I'm glad this got back to me because this is just a staple of, of, of who I am. I'll stay true to my heart in this to the, to the millionth percent. Mac and cheese. <laughs> fucking smack me some mac and cheese at a tailgate, dude. What's good with it? Yeah. Mac and cheese fucking smacks any day of the week. That's good. I'm, it's just it just is what it is. You, you really can't go bad with mac and cheese. Can't go wrong. Can't go bad. Can't go bad either. Just good old mac and cheese, you know. That's baked fair. too. Baked. It's normally baked when you're getting it there. You're not. It's not like yeah, sitting catered, in a crock pot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Baked it's, it's mac and cheese. Sitting in those uh, aluminum foil that. Yeah, those metal tray type things. Okay, Uh, my number three pick is my number three. I don't know if you even like this, so I feel like there might be a little bit of disagreement here. I'm going taco dip. I don't hate it, but it's I. It's I. I wouldn't say it's a staple. It's it's so good, and I swear I only have it at tailgates. I don't remember the last time I was like not the taco dip that like you would make. No, no, no. Like the taco dip. Um, it's like cheese and oh, sour la- cream the layer. and yeah, the seven layer dip. Yeah, taco okay, dip, yeah, 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 whatever that thing's called. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm taking. Yep, so good. Literally, only ever have it at tailgates. Okay. Um, and it, I know that we said it's not. We're not taking any particular food, but this this is probably more, in my opinion, a tailgate food because the tailgate that I normally go to always has this. I'm just going to brat. And not a hot dog, a brat. Because a hot dog is a baseball game. A brat is a football game. That like is a I, fair analysis. I want a brat when it's like like 40 degrees out, I'm bundled up, and I just fucking slap me a brat on, on the grill real quick. I'm not, I'm not doing that when I'm at a baseball game. I'm doing that when I'm at a football game. Although, I know, as you said, I know we're not taking specifics here, but there is one tailgate that we always go to that has the best... Cheese stuffed brats. Shout out to the Funk Master. So good. The so best. Good. All right. Good pick. Um. Whew. Uh. All right. I'm taking this because again, I go to tailgates where this is common, and you can veto this if you want, but this one hits even harder when you're at the tailgate not knowing that it's coming. Chick Fil A nuggets. It's, it's tech, You can make the argument it's not a tailgate food because you can have it at other times of the year. But when you are pretty buzzed and or drunk, you're already hyped up to get into the football game, and then you see Chick-fil-A nuggets being delivered, that's just the next level right there. Yeah, I, I'm not going to veto it, but it's a lame pick. It's so good. You cannot tell me that those things don't hit. Yeah, no, but like, if you were just like any catered food, any catered food fucking smacks when you get there. Nah, I'm not looking for like meatballs. Who the fuck caters meatballs? Uh, like the bougie tailgates where you can like make your own sandwiches and stuff like that. Okay, then I like to like switch mine to like the wings of like some wings, etc. or something like that. 
we said you can't pick pick specifics. So if you want to take like chicken nuggets, you can take chicken nuggets. I've never had chicken nuggets at a tailgate that weren't from Chick Fil A. Okay, so then you could take it, but again, it's just a fucking lame pick. It's not. It's it is. so good. But, yeah, but it it's so specific, and we we literally said no taking specific things. I thought it was like if, your buddy's mom's chicken nuggets. Yeah, I but can't like, take those nuggets. I can't also then take like beat ups wings. Because that's fucking lame. I mean, if you're willing to spend the money to have B Dubs cater it, dude. All right, whatever. If you want to veto it, no, I got I got I, more. Picks I in won't the veto it, but that's a fucking. It's just a lame pick. No, just just a lame pick. All right, fine. Fuck you. Uh, the Jimmy John sandwich platter. That's gonna be my next pick. That's a great Smacks pick. Smacks anytime. It it's a crowd favorite. See, I actually no. Fuck that. That's not gonna be my pick because that's disingenuous, and I hate myself for even doing that. Um, my number four pick. I'm gonna, if I, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go with pulled pork. A pulled pork sandwich. <laughs> Fucking love me a pulled pork sandwich. Again, it's one of those things where you want to talk about the only time I'm ever going to eat it. It's at a tailgate when it's in the crock pot. It's at the end of the fucking table, and it's just like, oh, I got down here. Might as well snag me one of these. Yeah. Smack that. You get the tongs out, and you're just like, bop, with that thing right up. If you ever catch me eating a pulled pork, it's because there's probably no other food options. Oh, no. See, dude, everybody's sleeping on pulled pork. I'm really not a pulled pork fan. Dude, pulled pork is so good. It's so good. And the thing is, too, it's not that I hate... It's, It's good in the right scenarios. It's not that I hate pulled pork. It's just that I'd pick things over it. Yeah, but then there there's times where like you're you're a couple tailgates into the year and you're like, dude, I've had a burger, I've had a brat, like fuck around, I might go for some pulled pork today. And every time you go with that pulled pork, it's like, man, this smacks. No, I think you said it best right there. It's not your starter and it's not your number. That's two. why it's my fourth round pick. It's it's coming way late and sometimes it gets the job done. That's why it's my fourth round pick. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. It's better than fucking Chick-fil-A, you loser. No way. All right, number five pick, walking tacos. Okay, see, that's a good pick. That I, I I like that a lot better than fucking... The only thing about a walking taco is, like, there's very few tailgates I know that have the bags to do the walking taco. Yeah, you gotta... You, that's something that you gotta plan out way ahead of time. Yeah. You gotta prepare. And for also, like, it's, a, it's just a whole ordeal. Like, who... Are you making the walking taco? Are they pre like is someone else making it for you no no no. it's a self-serve walking yeah. taco bar for yeah. sure yeah those things those things are pretty good especially when it's cold out yeah okay last pick uh it, <laughs> very much like the uh pulled pork uh at the end of the table i'm just going whatever type of cookie they have on the cookie platter <laughs> what's up baby i'll fucking any single time smack me one of those the sh- snickerdoodle sugar cookie Oatmeal raisin, chocolate chip, doesn't matter. I'm fucking eating it. <laughs> I, yeah, I get, I, I, it's, um, I'm down the line, and then I get to it, and I'm like, I got a full plate, and I'm like, I can use my other hand to hold this cookie, <laughs> and I take a cookie every single time. That That's risky, though, because sometimes you bite into that cookie, and it's like, oh, my God, I just took a, a bite of a cloud. Like, it's this is straight out of heaven. It's soft. It's moist. Other times, you bite into it and crack a tooth. Oh, uh, no, no, no. I don't the, the tailgates I'm going to, I'm not cracking teeth, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, uh any honorable mentions? Uh I was just gonna go any type of uh candy that they have. 
Like, they'll have bowls of candy, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's just, like, any anything there that yeah. you can get. Uh, just a cheeseburger. Just I was going to say. A, a good old-fashioned cheeseburger. A burger was on mine, yeah. and I just felt like that was all reliable. Yeah, I mean, that 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 probably should be the one one, because it's just, like, it just... If we're talking about just, like, the most average, like, you, you get the average one, the burger is supreme to every other type of food like sure. that, if it's just average. Yep. Um, but it's it's another one where... I'm not going to take it because it's too obvious, you know? Right. But those are my couple honorable mentions. That's good. Yeah, I just had the burger. Tried oh, chili. What the fuck are we talking about here? Dude, a little chili at a tailgate, dude, when it's cold? Uh, when it's, it's cold. cold. Right. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. No, nobody's, it, cooking, nobody's cooking it fucking first game in September. No. But They're cooking it last game in November. Right. Then it also turns dangerous. Yeah, a couple no. hours later, beans are going through you. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Nah. Okay. I'll fart keep my legs warm, dude. <laughs> it's insulation right there. Yeah, I'm wearing joggers. There, I'm Dutch ovening myself <laughs> all day. <laughs> you start to build up little air bubbles. In I got your pants. the I got the long underwear on. I got the long johns on under my jeans. I'm I'm, I'm it's it's a seat warmer that's built in. <laughs> I control my own seat warmer. Yeah, there you go. All right, hey, good draft. I like it. By All the right. way, football's back, if anybody didn't know. How about that? Week zero. Um, we are wrapping up today's show with dumb thoughts and random stories. Do you have any? Well, I just got, like, two things I want to bring up from, uh, like, the internet. Um, so first I want to bring off, have you seen the Milk Crate Challenge? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. Well, what do you mean it doesn't make any sense? Why do, Why are people doing this? Because <laughs> it's fucking the internet. It just like, and it's funny. I swear I just woke up one morning this week, and then it was just people stepping on milk cartons. And I and was like, where did this shit? Where did this come from? And eating shit. Yeah, but why did this become a thing? Why did any internet challenge ever become a thing? It makes... Uh, no, I feel like some of them had a little bit what? of validity. I don't what? know off the top of my head. What? Honest to God, what internet challenges had any fucking validity? How did stacking milk cartons and walking on them sweep the nation overnight? You understand that we uh, we loved planking for a little bit? How the fuck does laying down on something make any type of sense? Just like, oh, hey, pull, lay down. Yeah. It's like, that doesn't make any sense. The, How the but, fuck does any challenge ever make sense, But that, period? that requires no pre-planning. Like, where are these people getting a couple, Dude, couple tens of milk crates? Okay, well, first of all, it's <laughs> big in black Twitter. Black Twitter is big into the milk crate challenge, and that's where a lot of these are. And apparently, from what I've heard from like listening to like podcasts who are legitimately talking about this, a lot of like uh, like black families have just milk crates sitting around. For what? I don't know. They were just like, yeah, dude, like you How guys do you don't get have these them. Things? I don't know. Oh, or they sell them at the, like people are saying they sell them at like bodegas in like cities. Like they said, people have been going to like buy. Like, milk crates. milk crates. Like, do you guys have any milk crates? Also, like, we had those at ETSU. For what? Uh, the milk dispenser. They're bags of milk. Okay, so that's a point. You have a point. You have a reason to have those. Yeah. No shot you catch me just going to the store saying, hey, can I buy a milk crate? Yeah, but I think it's funny as fuck. This challenge it's is so hilarious. stupid. It, it kind of pisses me off, not going to lie. Oh, you're such a fucking loser, dude. I just don't understand it. Dude, that's the funniest part of it. That's the that's what makes it so awesome. 
It's so dumb. It's so reckless. There's no fucking reason to ever be doing this, but people are. And that's what's funny. That's what is OG internet about this. And that's what makes it so wholesome. It's like you, it, it probably started like, you don't think you and your buddies would do this back in the day? Just be like, oh, dude, we got a bunch of like fucking like milk crates or whatever. Let's stack them up, see if we can walk over them. And then one person took a video of it. And now everybody's fucking doing it. It's so wholesomely stupid. It's awesome. It does have OG internet vibes. Yes. And and, and like I don't know if you've like watched the videos on the internet. The best part is the commentary in the background of them. Dude, the people commentating are so fucking funny. They'll get they'll get to the top and the guy'll be like leaning and like jiggling and the guy in the back will be like, Hey, it's lonely at the top, no <laughs> <laughs> It's like, dude, that part's so funny. <laughs> it's literally funnier than watching any part of them doing it. And then did you see that the first guy to do it did it while rolling a blunt? So is the challenge you got to go up and over? You got to go up and over. Yeah. Uh, First of all, I'm never trying this. Ever. No. Because I'll eat shit immediately. I also don't have that many milk cartons. Even if I I found (laughs) that many, I'd still eat shit, so I'm not doing it. Yeah. But like... It's it it's such wholesome, funny fucking content. Just watch these people be like, "Yup, here I go over these milk crates, eat shit." Watching yeah. people eat shit is objectively funny. Yeah, I mean, like I said though, if this was just something that I swear to God, I just woke up one morning and everyone from literal coast to coast was talking yes. about this. And I was like, "That's what Why? makes it awesome." Why? You, you, this is where your like nerd side comes out. You just gotta fucking let it happen. <laughs> like this is just funny. You don't. I don't need to know why. I don't need to know why they're talking about this. All I need to know is I need to watch the videos. And when I watch the videos, I laugh because it's funny. It's funny to hear the commentary. It's funny to watch people eat shit. And it's funny to watch like ninety nine point nine percent of the population not be able to fucking do this. I've seen, swear to God, I've watched hundreds of these. I've seen, like, two people do it. It's insane. Yeah. I love the milk crate challenge. <laughs> oh, fucking keep it rolling, baby. That, that was my one thing. Also, did you hear about the the Nirvana kid that's suing Nirvana? Is this the... Uh, Child pornography thing? Yeah, the, the baby that yeah. was underwater? Yeah. Uh, I think he's suing the wrong people. He's suing the, the the band. The band. Yeah. Why the nuts isn't he suing the photographer? No. Who's at fault here? I think he should be suing his parents. His parents had to agree to it, no. He's not fucking agreeing to it. <laughs> he's like two years old. I think he's gotta sue his parents. He's- so a little little context. This kid was photographed on a Nirvana album where he is swimming, what looks like underwater, chasing a dollar bill, and he's naked with his dick out. And it's like a baby. He's like a two-year-old baby or like a year-old baby. And he's now suing Nirvana for quote-unquote child porn. Uh, I think he's got to sue his parents. Bold move by... Nirvana to use that as an album cover. That's like rock and roll back in the day, baby. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I mean, if you if you got a way to make some money, 
Might also, two things. I also heard that he like tweets out all the time. Is like, oh, you ever feel old? Like this is me. And he would tweet that out like every year. So like you can't tweet that out and then sue. Couple them. things. Couple things. Is he making money off of like royalties from that album? Because he should be. I don't think he is. I don't think you should make money off of royalties from that. You don't think you should get a small portion of the cut for being on the album cover? No, I think they paid the parents. And, well... This is why I'm saying he should sue his parents. And two, how the nuts is anyone ever going to know that was you if you didn't say anything? Yeah, so he said that he lost jobs over that. Which, that that just isn't fucking true. That's false. And then, did you hear how much he's suing for? No. Would you like to take a guess? Like 50,000. 150K. That's it? Yeah. Oh, this guy's got a lot of problems. I would have respected it more if he was like, I'm suing you guys for $5 million. Go for the yeah, big dude. bucks, dude. Fucking I was going to say, I would have started at a million. It's like, it's like one of those things where like you're when you're bargaining with somebody, you always start higher than you want, and then you settle for what you actually want. 150K. Dude, that's like, I mean, that's like fucking, that's not that much. That's... I also swear to God, I think he should be suing his parents. I don't know who he should be suing, but he should be suing someone for more than 100 I also don't think that, like, I mean, this guy's not going to win shit. No. Someone had to agree to him being on that. Right. And I'm guessing it's his parents. So then why is he not suing his parents? I don't know. That'd be a funnier title than, like, it was, like, Kid Sues Nirvana for having him on the cover. Kid sues parents over him being on Nirvana cover <laughs> is way fucking funnier. Yeah. And he probably has more of it. Like, he might have a legitimate case if it was like, I'm suing my parents. I don't know. I, Did I don't you know see the, the guy? I want to say it was in like, I want to say it was in like India or something like that, who is suing his parents for giving birth to him because he never gave consent that he wanted to live. I and I want to say he won the class action lawsuit <laughs> or whatever. He like the government's like paying him because he's they were like, you know what, fucking, you're not wrong. What is this world come? To? I fuck, dude. That's that's just comedy right there, dude. That's funny. All right, that's the shit I laugh <laughs> at, dude. We gotta wrap. You're this way up. too literal. We gotta wrap this up. You got any dumb thoughts? Uh, I don't think so. Let me take a quick check here. No. I wrote down nothing from this week. I still have a note in here to start every episode with ahoy. Ahoy. <laughs> but that's all I got. Ahoy, baby. <laughs> all right. That is where we are wrapping up. Shed Some Light episode 103. We did it. We made it through after having to record that two times. So congrats to us. Go us. <laughs> Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. We will catch you all on Monday. Uh, check out the description down below. It has links to all of our social media. Please give us that five-star rating and review. Tell your friends to keep listening. And uh, in the meantime, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.